Hey y'all, it's your host, Lo. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk. Um, today I have three very, very special guests, and we're gonna talk about um college and um their transition from college to adulthood and a little bit about how this came this episode came about is I noticed that my friends are graduated and we all have different interests in where the interests uh were taking us. Um so yeah, so Naya you can go first. Uh hey y'all, my name is Naya Reynolds. I graduated with a Bachelor of Applied Arts in Broadcast Cinematic Arts, aka broadcasting and a minor in theater. Um I got my degree from Central Michigan University on May 4th, 2019. Hi, I'm Nakala. Um I graduated from Michigan State University with a Bachelor of Science in Political Science uh, with an emphasis on pre-law. Um I will be attending University of Houston Law Center in the... Hi, I'm Kamaria Wilson. I'm a graduate of Vanderbilt University, and my degree is in Medicine, Health, and Society with a minor in African American and Diaspora Studies. Um, and I will be entering the financial consulting field at Capco in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, so to get started, do you guys feel any differently already? I know when I graduated undergrad I didn't maybe because I went straight into um graduate school but I still don't feel like I got a degree under my belt like how do yeah you guys feel? it's gonna take me a minute because they gotta mail me my degree so technically like <laughs> oh, I have yeah. not really seen the real thing yet mm-hmm. so I just feel like I'm on summer vacation like they I told y'all the my grandma still ain't give it to me I think for me it was like graduation in itself was such a milestone for me Mm -hmm. and like to be at the actual commencement ceremony it felt really powerful and then I actually did get my degree when I was there and so I was literally looking at like bachelor of arts yes that makes a difference and I was like wow like I really did that so it was really a very proud moment but I think as far as like my day-to-day life like obviously nothing has really changed (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've just been chilling (laughs) yeah I think that I feel like I got a degree, but like I have no, like not yet. I have no visual evidence that I have a degree because they just gave me a piece of paper. Right. That said Y'all got a long paper. Nothing. Y'all think? Yeah, like it was long, really long, and it was just like you can touch it and tell that it was nothing but a, <laughs> a regular of piece of copy paper. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm used to having a full schedule, and I know that I can. I right now I'm not doing anything, and right. I know that the only time I can really bum it like that is if I had a degree. So <laughs> that's, that's yeah. So do y'all have any plans for the summer? Like y'all going out of town or? Man, I'm moving. <laughs> oh, y'all can go first because the big girl is moving. <laughs> I right now I'm working. I work at a leasing office, um, and on. June 3rd, I started an internship in the mayor's office, um, working in the civil rights and inclusion office. Um, and then I moved to Houston in the beginning of August, like the first week in August. So if I could slide a vacation in there or afford a vacation in there, I would love to. But that's it. Okay. Yeah, um, my start date is August 12th. And... Even then, it's like a two-week training in New York, so I won't actually be working in Chicago until probably September. But I'm planning to move, officially move to Chicago in July, 
early July. Um, so until then, I'm really not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, hey, y'all been in school for yeah. like four years. Yeah, I think I might. Uh, well, my family reunion is this summer, so I'll definitely be doing that. That's in Vegas. And then I'm like, oh, reunion right. in Vegas? <laughs> y'all turn it up, bro. They have ours in South Carolina. <laughs> like, exactly. Y'all need to do that right here. Go up. I, I don't know <laughs> That's where great. the energy came from, but yeah. And then I'll, I want to do a road trip in California. That sounds cool. So, That's cool. Yeah. Well, for me, I'll be staying here as of right now. But um, over the summer, I'll be assistant directing um, the church summer camp and adding like theater programs into the camp just to get the kids to learn a little bit more about the arts. Um, in the meantime, I'll be working on some production stuff. Um, a lot of my friends do like video photography. Um, so I'll be doing some editing, um, possibly working on a movie with one of my friends. He wants to make his own film. So, okay. You're going to be acting nice. in it? Maybe. Or directing. Cause I love directing and I'll, um, I'm a freelance voiceover artist for, um, a company called Woodward Originals and they shoot like a nice. lot of videos and like commercials and stuff downtown. So okay. whenever they have something for my voice, then you'll hear me. But for now <laughs> I'm just chilling. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So a question is. Do you feel that college was necessary for your career path? I know for me, like, <laughs> like some people say, like, business, you don't necessarily have to go to school, like, if you want to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like, people in school always, like, debate about that all the time, and professors be like, oh, no, y'all need school so y'all can have background knowledge. And some people like, no, we really don't i feel like i'm in broadcasting and i know plenty of people that make way more money than me and Mm -hmm. they never went to college so i think in a way like yeah you may not have had to go to college but that might not have been like your path for you for me i feel like i needed to go to college a because no one in my family has ever done it before and i Mm -hmm. wanted to be the first one to do it um i also wanted some type of security i feel like with a degree it does help you get in the door in some ways over others Mm -hmm. um but i don't think in broadcasting you necessarily need it all the time a friend of mine he's doing great for himself right now and he was the only one out of our friend group who didn't go to college but Mm -hmm. he's working with like the guy who owns quicken loans Uh, i think his name is like dan Dan Gilbert. gilbert yeah like he and he's working with like some people with some big time money so like he didn't go to school so I guess it really depends in our field. I think that college more than anything is like, it's for your personal growth. Right. I think that that's the thing that I gained the most from going to college. I mm-hmm. think that like, like you're saying, there are people who are able to get to where they want to be without a degree. But I think that like mentally, I feel like I'm like eons ahead of them because mm-hmm. I just think differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that's important when you're in an environment where like, unfortunately, you have to compete. Like, you have to be there. You have to do well. Like, Mm -hmm. and so, like, you just are forced to, like, really be outside of your comfort zone. And, like, that leads to personal growth. So, I think that that's the most valuable thing you get from college. I mean, also, I guess connections. Mm -hmm. Definitely networking. I mean, it it helps. You can network anywhere. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, you're just in a a place where, like, you're bumping shoulders with people that are doing great things. So, I feel like you kind of naturally just network, but Mm -hmm. otherwise I feel like the schoolwork, the tediousness of like going to class is really like 
not Honestly, necessary. I, didn't... I don't want this to sound bad, but I told my little brother this because he's going to college in a couple uh, months. And I told him, I said, it's really not, you don't even learn that much. It's just you're growing as a person <laughs> yeah. and you learn how to do life. Like, right, that's really right. what it is. I can't even tell you how much I, I've actually learned in some aspects over others. Like, I've learned a few skills and things like that, but like, you're not even in class most of the day. Like, most of your time is spent on what you're going to do with your time, how right. you're spending it, who you talking to, who you hanging out with. Like, it's just teaching you life skills. And I think yeah. that's what college really is. That's it's how it's going to It's discipline, me. mostly. Because yes. it's like, are you going to get up to go to class? Like, right. when you have, like you said, that free time, because you're not in class most of the time. Like, when you have that free time, what are you doing with it? Are you doing your homework? Or are you more of a social butterfly to the point where you can't get your work done? So mm-hmm. it's time management mm-hmm. and stuff that you'll need no matter what career you want yeah. to do. Like, you'll need that in order to succeed but i had to go to college there's no way to be uh, an attorney without a degree (laughs) a jd and you can't get a jd without an undergraduate degree so i I had no choice from a logistical yeah i could not be a (laughs) you right (laughs) 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 you You have to be motivated to like this is what i want to do this is you know like Nakala, you got to study for the LSAT. And that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And you took it twice, didn't you? <laughs> twice. Did I took it three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. And just being, times. like, determined to, like, yeah, you know. To even push to yourself keep going. going. Yeah, That's to keep going test. to those setbacks. And you still got to keep going. going. And applying to those schools. I went, right. It's a girl. Because it took me a minute. I was applying to those schools slow. I was like, all right, I can afford this one. Give me a couple more months. I'm going to submit the next one. It's a very whole process is that was probably like the most stressful process Mm -hmm. of college like in college I mean I think that what I learned from like going through the recruiting process for like consulting is that like really honestly getting your degree is just a box to check off it's really about Mm -hmm. what you what you did in the meantime like what you you know sometimes who you know yeah definitely who you know definitely (laughs) who you know (laughs) but like how you spend your free time because like when I was in interviews they weren't asking me about classes right Right. tell me about that they didn't I did not send them one transcript they don't know Mm -hmm. what my GPA is (laughs) all they know is that I have a degree (laughs) and all they asked me about was like my internship experiences Mm -hmm. like soft skills that I gained from like Mm -hmm. like you said like living and being an adult like things that I otherwise wouldn't have like presentation skills and like you know stuff like that but like they don't care about what you what tests you took (laughs) and all that stuff right and then with you Kamaria like how you said you were medicine focused now you're doing financial consulting like mm-hmm. um you don't have to have a job in your major like and you're a good example of that yeah. as well if you want to yeah. touch on that a little bit yeah so um my journey with that was that I was like pre-med when I came into college and I was like pretty set on going to medical school and like that was pretty much all I had known and talked about for a long time and um it got to the point where like all of my internships were based around like either research or like shadowing etc so I was just really setting myself up to go to medical school and that was just the natural next step and then like after my junior year um I went abroad like spent some time away from campus away from this country and I was just like wow like (laughs) away from this country (laughs) (laughs) I was just like my life is not it I was like (laughs) I would literally leave class and like eat 
barely and then <laughs> be studying for hours like i would be sitting there just studying studying mm-hmm. studying and it was just like so tedious like i did have a social life but it was like i had to work for it and like i was just like this is not the way my life should be i need right. to like make sure this is exactly what i want to do before i because this is not even medical school like it's only going to mm-hmm. get worse from here like mm-hmm. i want to make sure that this is what i really want to do before i do it and <laughs> I wish other people thought like you, Maria. I really do. I wish they thought like you. But. Yeah. So, and it was a, definitely an unpopular decision because my family is just like, hmm. "What are you talking about? Like, right. You're going to school. Like, <laughs> you said- you're going to be a doctor. You said you're going to be a doctor. I'm like, um, I'm not sure anymore. So, like, it was very controversial. But my mom mm-hmm. definitely like supported me the whole way and was just like, as long as you have a plan B, like go for it i don't care and so that's how now but that's good though like you you because a lot of people don't do that a lot of people have their their families that are like you're gonna be a doctor Mm -hmm. and then they're like 35 and depressed because they did what they family wanted to do instead of like their own thing so kudos to you yeah yeah kudos to my mom too because Yeah. yeah my dad and my grandma were both just like no (laughs) and i'm just like uh but i'm the one that has to go to medical school i'm the one that has to sit through it and finish not Mm -hmm. you so i'm not gonna let you make decisions for me so that's how i ended up looking in other directions and just kind of i initially wanted to go into healthcare consulting which is a little more related to what i was studying but then i wasn't getting those jobs for whatever reason, it still blows my mind. Because it wasn't meant for you. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it was. Okay, it yeah, it you. wasn't meant that's for me. That's exactly what it was. And then I applied to financial consulting jobs and, like, mm-hmm. had way better luck and yep. ended up... Just had to move it. some stuff out the way. Right. Yeah. yeah. God was like, nope, you can keep trying, but... <laughs> 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 yeah. If you yeah. could change something about your college experience, what would it be? I would yeah. say, me, I, I should have been more social. Mm. I can't say what I want to say on here, but, <laughs> but I would say more like I would be more social. Hmm. I would have been single <laughs> all four years. Wow. No, seriously, seriously. I think that we were only in two relationships. Before. Girl, I had a man every year. I never did not have a man. I was only in t- two. But you got to remember, freshman year when I came in, I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We broke up during freshman year, and then sophomore year, I had another guy that I was talking to. And then junior year, I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Senior year, a boyfriend. And it's like, it didn't really affect my grades because, like, well, later on when I got older, it didn't. But, like, I feel like setting that foundation and being, like, not – emotionally attached to somebody else and because mm-hmm. I I had to learn but before I let people's emotions like really affect me mm-hmm. and that that affected my work that affected like the time I spent the amount of work I was able to put in so I could have really graduated with like a 4.0 <laughs> but I wasn't focusing on the right thing so wow. yeah I would have stayed single but you graduated though right. I did yeah. with the 4.0 oh, I did okay. Okay. there we go 4.0 there we so, go. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. But just the process of getting there could have yeah. been a little bit smoother. You just have to learn about bit. yourself right. a little more. I don't know. I This sounds weird, but I really don't regret anything in college because it all just helped me as a person, whether mm-hmm. it was good or bad. I 
I feel like I accomplished a lot of the things that I wanted to because in high school, I was not involved in anything. I really wasn't very social. I was social outside of high school in my theater program, but in school, I didn't try to make any connections until senior year. Mm. And by the end, I'm walking across the stage. Right. So I made a promise to myself, if I'm going into broadcasting and theater, two very social type of fields, like mm-hmm. I have to be willing to just try a bunch of stuff yeah. that I never thought about trying before. And when I got to college, I did everything. Like I just you did. tried. You did. You really you did. did. Like, you did. And it, and it, and it, it really helped me as a person. And it, I, I don't know, like I just don't regret anything because awesome. I literally was the exact opposite of who I was in high school. And I just did a whole flip. So it was great. I enjoyed hey. it. Thanks. It was great. I was cheering you. I was <laughs> too. I'm like, she's yes. always doing something. <laughs> I, I had to. Yeah. It, 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 I know it's going to come back to me because I made those connections. So mm-hmm. I'll see, I'll reap the benefits and yeah. continue mm-hmm. to reap them as the, as the months and years go on. So, right. I think something that's like specific to my school is that like, I went, well, I went to a PWI, which most of us did. Right. <laughs> I'm the only, <laughs> yeah. but like my school is very black and white. It's like either when you come in as a freshman, either you choose to be a part of like the white community or the black community. And mm-hmm. I very much so chose to be a part of the black community. Cause this is, <laughs> I mean, that was just the natural choice. It, was. it, just, like, it just made sense. And like, I went to a white high school. I had the black girl in the white space experience. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to necessarily have that again. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna be with these black people. So and I don't, I don't regret that at all. But I do think I realize that like white people at my school when they come in, like they just have a completely different experience because especially like when it comes to professionally, like they are just like being lined up to get exactly where they need to go. And like black people at my school just like weren't aware of like nearly the amount of resources that my school has Mm -hmm. and I wasn't aware until I was like forced to find them because I just didn't have anything to like fall back on and so I would be like going to recruiting events I'm a senior like looking for like a full-time position and I would be in the room with like sophomores who are like oh yeah like I'm here to talk to so-and-so because like Mm -hmm. they know my like big in my sorority and they're gonna get me an internship and I'm just like (laughs) like they just had to show up just to get what they wanted i mean obviously that's just an effect of like white privilege but (laughs) i could have benefited from that white privilege if i had more white friends that's that's a whole other discussion i was just that's crazy because i was just thinking that today i was like I was thinking about law school. I was on the Facebook page and I was scrolling through the people who got admitted and I was like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> I don't see any uh, black faces in here. And I was like, I spent all of law school, I mean, not law school, undergrad with black people. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it was the split and I was very much in the black community, yeah. like yeah. black sorority, black student alliance, anything yeah. black, I was there. Mm-hmm. So it's like now... Yeah. Of course, I was at a PWI, so I know the experience of interacting with right. mm-hmm. with pe- people that aren't black. But like about friendships and yeah. like yeah. and connecting with these people, yeah. like I'm really gonna like, have a whole like different culture shock. 
And I'm concerned. (laughs) But, you know. You adapt, though. But, I mean, it is tough because it's like I got to wiggle my way in here after all this time when I should have been did this. But, I mean, I get it, too, because it's like these are my people. Like, this is who I'm going to gravitate towards first. They understand. But then, once you get closer to graduation, this ain't a black man's world, okay? So, you got to. So, you got to be cool with white people, okay? You got to make it work. And making white friends, honestly, it. It sounds crazy, but it builds character because Mm -hmm. when you think like I remember we like we went to Bates Academy. And Shane was the Shane one, was the, wa- the one was, white person I knew. He was with us. He was black. He was black. I had no white friends besides what I saw on Disney Channel, and I'm like, it, that can't be <laughs> how it Disney. really it can't can be. How it that is. can't be how. So like, I was forced to be like, what do you talk to white people about? Like, what do y'all do? What do you even say? <laughs> exactly. And it's like now we're adults, and I'm like, I have to relate to y'all because. This is networking right. at this point. This is yeah, not yeah. even just like it's business. social. This is like <laughs> you can get me to where I need to be. So yeah. I'm about to be your friend. It's hard. And I I still find myself like, what do I say? I realized that I had like a fear that like, okay, so it was at school it was so many like different issues that we had on campus with racism. So I was scared to try to build friendships with white people, if we're being honest, because I was yeah. like, if they say one thing, <laughs> one racist thing, take. you yes. already know it's yeah. going down. But, like, I realized being preventative like that stopped me from meeting mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you know, I met some some people, but, yeah. like, now, I don't know. Um, you know what? Like now you say it, I figure it out. <laughs> you will. That's definitely you, that's a good yeah. point that yeah. you made, Kamaria. And I didn't I didn't consider that until you just said it because right. in college I was very much in the black community. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any white friends. Like I did not really talk to white people unless we had classes together. Yeah. So I had never really considered that until you just said it, which is a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't have the same experience as y'all. <laughs> uh, I went to HBCU, but some people thought I was white though. Like people There's who, no way. Lauren, you I look give you Hispanic. I know. Hispanic, definitely. Some people yeah, thought I was Hispanic, I but white. some people thought I was white, which is so crazy. So they like, my roommate had to tell him, like, yo, she's black. Like, wow. yeah. Oh, like, wow. he's like, oh, I wish you're a white friend. <laughs> you're no Like, you don't even look like you could possibly be I white. Can't, I can't. I don't know. Maybe they never seen a white person before, because that happens. Wow. So, yeah. I had crazy. kind of like the opposite experience. But, hmm. yeah. Everybody black. So, <laughs> I, I feel like that kind of made it harder I guess because everybody black is like it It doesn't give you a everyone and, I, and uh, yeah so how do you feel like yeah, as far like? as going into like your career field and like having to be because business is white right is corporate America is oh. very very white so oh, like yeah. what do you feel well um I feel like my HBCU prepared me in that sense like when they when I tell you it was like very disciplined like they got on us about everything and we all be like yo like why are y'all so hard like but when you actually go out in corporate america we understand like especially when you become a senior like freshman and stuff they don't understand why professors are so strict and why our dean is strict on us but once you go out to corporate america for your internship you understand and you appreciate it a little bit more and people that recruit it does be it i said it does it do Whatever, I can't get my English right. It is. It is. Something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Even <laughs> get the context. Recruiters are white, but mm-hmm. most of them are black. 
So, mm-hmm. and we do have a lot of, um, like, people like um, the chairman of Microsoft. He graduated from my school, so he comes. Mm-hmm. So there's different business professional, black professionals that come and give us advice every week. Um, actually, you know, to prepare us for these type of things. But, well, that's, yeah. that's cool. Because I always wondered how that was with you all not having, like, white students. Like, it's not I mean, a realistic view of the students, world. But, like, but not, enough. You yeah, have not enough. enough. Not enough. Not to be realistic. Us, yeah. The white students, some of them do be clicked up, but some of them, you know, yeah. okay. just hang out with us. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. But I heard that, um, that white students can get free college if they go to an HBC. I heard that, too. But I ain't mm-hmm. never It's asked. like a reverse affirmative action. Like, what is it? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't what know. I've it? never heard like, that. Is that interesting? I've heard, I, I've heard I think, that for a while. I think that, like, with TSU, which is, like, 10 minutes away from Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. there was a lot of white... Because TSU was technically a public university. Right. So there's, like, tuition incentives for anybody that lives in the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot more non-black people going there because it's affordable. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's, like, specific scholarships, like, if you're not black, you can come here for free. I heard, yeah. but I don't I know. I don't know if it's free, but I feel like... Uh, there's... I feel like it's a thing. I don't I know, know, though. I've it. heard it. it. Hmm. Okay, so now it's some frequently asked questions from, like... Incoming freshmen and, you know, people in college. So, number one is, how do you know which college was right for you? I didn't even want to go to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go there. I can answer this question. Um, honestly, I did not know that Vanderbilt was the school for me. Literally until like the day I graduated, I swear I did not have Girl, that. No. Oh, I did not so you was there the whole time, like I'm still not sure. I don't even know if I like it here. No, okay. Girl, you was living your life. No, okay, you <laughs> having a good time. You knew that. I was. So every day, every single day, every day, she in a different state. At Kamari a different lived festival. the best I was life so bitter, ever, bro. Okay, she, I'm sorry. Go ahead. She, I was so bitter, but okay. Yeah, so um, I ended up going to Vanderbilt randomly, like. I had um, applied for this scholarship for, like, it was really intended. I only did it so I can go to USC because that's where I really wanted to go. But it was, like, you could select other schools to apply for um, in the process. And so I was just clicking schools. I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. I've heard of that. <laughs> so I was just clicking because I had that's already real, did the I mean. full application. Like, it was a full, it had essays and everything. I'm like, I'm not about to be keeping, like over and over again to mm-hmm. apply to school. So I was just like, I would just apply to like five at once or whatever. So I just clicked Vanderbilt, ended up going there. And like at first, I mean, I did instantly kind of find friends that I fell in with, but I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't necessarily convinced that like, you know how when you go to a school and you're just like, would I be having more fun somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Like I kind of like, I was like, I'm enjoying this, but like Vanderbilt was so hard academically that I was mm-hmm. just like, I could probably have a higher GPA at a different school. I could probably, like, like like I said, it's very segregated, black and white. I could probably have more white friends. I could have a different experience. So I was just like, is this really worth it in the end? And because, like, day to day, like I told y'all, when I would literally come from class and be studying for hours, like, I was just like, I don't really see this being worth it in the end. But, like... It wasn't until the day I graduated, I was just, like, really being all in my feelings and reflecting over everything. Like, like y'all said, like, I yeah. clearly had a good time. You, <laughs> you had a great had time. A great I clearly time. had a good time. Yes. And I was just, I wasn't able to really appreciate everything that, like, being at Vanderbilt had brought me until mm-hmm. that moment when it was literally over. And I was just like, 
oh my god like th- i i shouldn't have gone anywhere else like this was the place for me to be like i love this school and like it finally like clicked that everything that happened happened for a reason and mm-hmm. i was supposed to struggle like that i was supposed to like meet all these people because when y'all all struggling and y'all all taking <laughs> l's every day you can't help but get close to everybody right. around you because it's just like yeah yeah so <laughs> i was just really thankful but it, it really didn't click that like I shouldn't be anywhere else but here until, like, the very end. So that makes yeah. Sense. yeah. Me, personally, I didn't know if there was, like, a perfect school for me. I picked Central because I knew I would probably be interested in broadcasting. And I know that they have one of the best, like, broadcasting programs, like, in the United States. So I was like, okay, I'll go to Central. It's not far from home, but I still am away from home. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know if I wanted to move out of state. I was kind of, like, nervous about that. Mm-hmm. So I went to Central, and I feel like I made it the right school for me because I think a lot of times there is no perfect school with your name on it. You make that experience for yourself. And that's what I had to keep telling people. Like, you know, some people are like, I'm ready to go home. I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you have to make it work for you, you know, Mm -hmm. or yeah, you can always find another school. But at the end of the day, there's not going to be a school that has your name on it. My opinion, you make it your own, like you own Mm -hmm. that in your own experience. So that's kind of how it was for me at central. I don't know if I would have had more fun somewhere else. Maybe I would have, but I think maybe this was just meant for me to be at Central because I just made it work for myself. So that's kind of how I felt. How many schools should you apply to? That's the next question. I think I applied to like five. Yeah, I did like six. Yeah, don't be like me. I I know you you applied to a lot of schools. No, I wanted to go to Syracuse University. I said if I didn't get into Syracuse, (laughs) I wasn't going to college. (laughs) So I applied to Syracuse, and I didn't apply anywhere else. And then they denied me. And I was like, oh, that, I didn't know that was an option. So I was like, well, well, confidence what am I going to do? So I applied to Michigan State, even though, like, I was like, Ugh, I really don't want to go there. Like, <laughs> And then I applied to Howard. And then I think my mom made me apply to DePaul. Like, DePaul University? Never, ever oh. wanted to go to DePaul. Really? Ever. Like, <laughs> I applied there, too. I didn't want to go to It was so, like, it was so random. random. She yeah. wanted me to apply to Purdue. I don't think I applied there. But um, it was one other school. I think Ohio State. I think. And I hate Ohio. <laughs> I hate Not everything Ohio. about Ohio. I'm sorry. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I don't be like me and apply to one school. Like, <laughs> yeah, keep your so options confident. open. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think five, like. Five, five is a good five number. Five is a good number. Yeah. yeah. I applied to 10. What Ooh. the heck? But like I said, <laughs> I, 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 used, I used one right. app. So I used one oh, application. Oh, yeah. To like five How did you get schools. that? Like, what is what that? Is that? It was through... Um, you need to let the people know. Right. That's, that's, that's through my high How much did you pay too. for that, too? Or, like, if if I you got it waived, how much would it be if they didn't get I it waived? I think you just pay, like, one fee. Yeah, it was a one-time fee. I'm trying to think what the scholarship was. I forgot what it was too, but my high school had it too. I would have loved it. I was about to say, I'm sitting there going through like, every individual Have you guys ever heard of Questbridge? No. I feel like I have, yeah. It was like some, like one of those like very prestigious like scholarships where like, mm. yeah. It so was you have like, to have like a certain GPA or something yeah. to be able to qualify. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. for everybody who doesn't have that, get fee waivers. <laughs> Please. Because <laughs> those fee waivers Definitely. are something else. If you can get. The ACT fee waiver, then you can get college fee waiver. Where's the SAT now? SAT. People take. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. I just take I don't, ACT no, they yeah, don't take the ACT they take anymore. The SAT they take the SAT now. Everybody takes. The My SAT. little brother took the SAT. No one at takes Ferndale. ACT. No, no. that's what? crazy. Like they at Cash, it. they're taking the SAT. Wow. So ACT doesn't I didn't even exist know that. Anymore. Basically, no. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they flipped it. So they're taking that well, I'm thing. I'm glad I went through when I Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even know what that's about. SAT was hard. Oh. Okay, are college classes a lot harder than high school classes? No. I was just talking about this. Not really. No. And you're not in <laughs> class that long. Like, you might have, like, a lecture or a lab or something that's probably, like, two hours. I mean, but you might have that one. That's long. No, but I'm saying, like, that's all you got to do for the day. Like, you got that class. For me, I think that my classes in college were infinitely harder than my classes in high school were, and it was just because the level of work that was required of me was so different, and, like, I don't know if I have the same experience, but, like, in high school, I could throw a paper together, and it would, I would get an A. Mm-hmm. A minus at, at the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like... College, it was like I would I would turn the paper and like I'm I, I did procrastinate, yes. I didn't always give my best. But I would turn the paper that I'm like, okay, this you know, I kinda stopped or whatever and get like a B minus and I'm like This is not what I'm used to. Right. But um <laughs> it was just like I really had to I had to learn how to study. Because mm, that's the thing in itself. Yeah, like being pre med, like when we were in high school, it was just like I could sit down with my notebook for a few hours, read over it a few times, and get an A. I don't yeah. even remember. Even before class, no I would yeah. like have a test, and I would be in the class before the class with the test, flipping through notes, and I'd be yeah. like, "All right," yeah. and then I go to class the next exactly. hour and do it. That's like, not I college. Do, I had to, I, <laughs> like when I was in my STEM classes, I would have to like prepare for an exam a week before it happened. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I would be studying little by little every day because it was just so much yeah. information I had to learn. And so, for me, it was a little bit harder, um, but that's just because my school likes to drag us. So. Okay, next question is, what should I get involved in on campus? Everything that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think you should try out, don't just go and commit to one thing, because I saw a yeah. lot of people do that. They went freshman year, they got in this one org, and they just rolled it to the wheels fall, fell off, and that's okay, but like... It's just so many other things out there that you're turning yourself off to. Mm-hmm. So I think that freshman year, go to every school has like this big thing, I think, where they like let you know about all the orgs that are on campus. Right. Yeah. Y'all mm-hmm. have that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go there, take every flyer, you know, and see what you're interested in. Like they had a Quidditch team at my school. Wow. And I took the flyer because that? Harry Potter. Quidditch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They yeah. got squirrel watching clubs too. Right. They have squirrel That's watching. Funny. Like if That's you are passionate about squirrels, the... look at that. And I <laughs> yeah. feel like eventually you're gonna I feel like eventually it's gonna narrow itself yep. down. Like you're gonna be like, Okay, when it comes to time management, what's actually important? So and then you take leadership positions in that org, and so that'll also narrow down how many you do. So I feel like in the end, you might end up with, like, two or three things. Yeah. But I think finding it, it, by the end of your freshman year, I feel like you should have a couple things that you're doing so that you can, like, I feel like jobs and, and schools, they look for longevity in the organization. So, like, find it, test it out during freshman year. By the end of freshman year, like, have what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like invest in that work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Nicola said is very true. Because um, when I got to Central, like I said, I tried everything. But eventually that became very draining for me. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm here for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. So I need to be doing things that are going towards my major and my minor or else people going to be looking at my resume like, okay, you got so all this <laughs> everything. stuff, so what are you right. doing? And everything I did was 
arts related or it was some form of like performing. But eventually I had to stop doing the fashion shows and I had to stop doing the mentoring things and I had to stop doing all this other stuff that I was doing. So junior and senior year, I focused on um, I focused on doing radio. Um, I focused on doing voiceover work and I focused on doing shows like plays and stuff because that's what I love to do and that's what these people are looking at they want to see how much experience you have in your field it's okay to try different things but you can't do that forever because you're spreading yourself thin and Mm -hmm. you can't give 100% to 50 things instead give give you 100% to those two or three things that you're most passionate about so eventually you just got to narrow it down as the years go on yeah I think exactly what they said is right I think you want to definitely involve yourself in something that doesn't feel like work like if you if you're involved in organizations where you feel like this is job. I gotta get up go exactly to this meeting, like <laughs> you should be doing stuff that you're excited about and that mm-hmm. you're excited to learn about so that's all I would say um and then I think for me I think it was really important for me to like serve in the community that I was living in um because I was living in Nashville and like I really had no ties to the area prior to coming to school there and I didn't want to be one of those people that just comes to Nashville goes to school there and then leaves and I I really wanted to like get more in tune with the community and I was able to do that through organizations and then obviously through Greek life so I think that like if that's something that you're interested in like try to take time to serve if you can but like getting to know where you're living like that was just something that was important to me that I did so how do you adjust to your new life away from home? I don't think that's hard. It just it just happens. <laughs> like I don't have like a formula for that or anything like or a sentence to really sum that up. You kind of just I don't know, it sounds stupid, but you kind of just fall into it. Like I don't know, like you get your schedule and it's weird for the first like 2 3 weeks maybe, but yeah. you get some friends Go to yeah, some parties. Get some friends. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get some friends. friends. Yeah, That'll do friends it. will help you adjust. Because, yeah, yeah, it's like family away from. Like, my friends is really my family. We yeah. got, like, on the holidays, if I couldn't go home, not like holiday holidays, but like, because I was, I was only an hour away, so I was <laughs> home for Christmas and stuff. But, like, if it's Memorial Day or something like that, like, my friends like, all right, we cooking dinner, and I got a friend that can cook for real, you know? So, like, having that family at school, but also. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the only answer that it's, I have it's, because it's just school. It like just happens. Right. It's just you get used to that. Like I remember freshman year, I think I was more like, oh, like let me go home because I had mm-hmm. my nail shop. Like let me go home get mm-hmm. my nails done. I was used to everything being at home, but like you get a life where you're at. So I had right. a church up yeah. in Lansing. I had a nail salon. I had a hairdresser. Like so, it yeah. wasn't hard. Like that's yeah. something that always interests me because, like, people like y'all who go to school relatively close yeah. to home. Like, I feel like if I was closer to home, I would always feel the need to be home. Like, you wouldn't. Not always. You, know, but I, you I would be home more often, but then I would come home. Like, where y'all at? Y'all like, oh, I'm, I'm in Lindsay. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> why y'all not at home? <laughs> well, in the beginning, like freshman sophomore year. I was really just not trying to go home for real. Like, it was nice to know that even though I wasn't super far away, I was away from them. So yeah. it was like, exactly. this is a whole other planet for me. But you needed to go. I yeah. needed, you to, needed go. to go. Yeah. I really did. And that's not to say I don't love my family, but yeah. I'm the oldest. I was raising my siblings all the time, I felt like. And I just needed to, like, be yes. a teenager, be an adult. Yeah. So I was not trying to go home until, like, probably end of junior year, beginning of senior year, yeah. I began to start, okay, I, I'm sick of Mount Pleasant. Like, I want to yeah. go home. Like, I'm yeah. tired of being here. So yeah. That's kind of what happened for me. Yeah, like, you guys say it's, like, easy to adjust. Like, I've seen a lot of people, like, 
um, in Florida that cannot adjust, especially people that's from Florida. Like, people who live two hours away have to go home every single mm. weekend. Like, you know, some people really can't adjust like that. I learned to adjust. Yeah. No, but I have a friend Almost like that. Almost considered a Floridian at this point. Not <laughs> a Floridian. Floridian. Is that a thing? Is that what like they're called? Like a Michigander. You know people say Floridian? Yeah, like that's that is Michigander. That's Michigander is a cute that even yeah, ain't the cutest no. But I, I didn't have a I'm choice be a but to adjust, because right? Because you you were so far away. Who's I you had to fight? Yeah, every time. I only came home maybe twice a year. Holidays, three times, for Thanksgiving me. and Christmas. Season. Like mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. summer. Like I mean, I would come. I would come home after the semester ended, but like most summers, I wasn't even here the whole time. So. Yeah. I just got used to a new normal. It got to the point where, like, being at home didn't even feel like I was at home. I felt more at home in, like, Nashville mm. at, at school. So really? Yeah, that's how I feel at Lansing. My mom always be like, and it's only an hour away. My mom would be like, <laughs> come home. I'm at home. This is where I pay my bills. My car is here. Like, yeah. everything is here. So yeah. Yeah. being here, I'd be like, I got to get back home. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is too much. Okay, last question is, should I room with my best friend? No. 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 Next question. No. <laughs> people, honestly, when you tell people that, like, people who have not gone to college, they be confused. Me and my bestie. To, no. My I'm sitting next to my best friend, and we're not ever living together. Listen, y'all, I'm sitting next to my best friend right now, and I still would not consider living with her Never. because we know each other so well that it's just like we would instantly Kill drive each, each other crazy. Just but I did live, I lived with my high school, like, little group when I first got to college freshman year. Man, I heard that story. <laughs> we <laughs> fell out. Okay, I moved out halfway through the year. I was Dang. like, no. Like you see what people are really like when you live with them. Living with them and going to high school with them for seven hours a day is different. Like that's two different things. Or just living with your best friend is different. So please don't do that. You don't have to go in blind either. But it's just like you don't want to live with somebody too too yeah. close to yeah. you. That you don't want to mess up the friendship. My experience was that senior year they had like an acceptance students weekend. So we all went to Vanderbilt and like visited over and over like a couple a couple days or whatever. So I met who would become my freshman year roommate there, and we like instantly clicked because she was like obsessed with me. <laughs> was like, well, that's nice. What? <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> But, like, she really wants to be my roommate or whatever. And so, like, we ended oh, up rooming Jesus. together. And we, we became best friends. Like, now we're well, best nice. friends. Yeah. And, like, but I kept still, living together, didn't y'all? Yeah, we lived together freshman, sophomore, junior year. We went abroad together, lived together. Mm. This is the first. So like, senior together. year was. <laughs> so, we're married. Y'all, yeah, so y'all, basically y'all together. <laughs> but senior okay. year was the first year that we didn't live together because we both wanted our own space. But, yeah. um. Like, she's one of the few people on this planet that I know I could live with. And, like, we never fought. Like, we might have had. We, like, never actually fought. No, I actually did live. I lived with Demian for two years, actually. And it wasn't horrible. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Me, I went in blind freshman year, and that was the best experience. To this day, (laughs) Jodette. (laughs) <laughs> that was my roommate freshman year. That is the one woman I would live with if for the rest of my life. Jodette, if you hear this, I love you. <laughs> no, but that was just a good experience. But living with Demian, that was a last resort because I went in blind again and I got stuck with this weird girl. So I like bad girls clubbed her out the house. Oh my God. And oh she, my God. listen, her stuff in listen. The listen. Right, her mattress floating. <laughs> I'll get asleep because of y'all. <laughs> No, I really turned up on her at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning one time because, like, she had to go. But So she left, but, you know, when you start living in a single, then they're going to charge you for Mm. the single, and I couldn't afford that. Yeah. So, um, 
Demion lived upstairs. So I was like, move down here. And it was actually good. <laughs> um, we, I think we got into a fight one time. It was, yeah, it was only once that we got into a fight. And so when we signed our lease, we moved off campus the next year. And it was only, honestly, she wasn't supposed to be in the agreement when we lived together. But, like, I felt bad leaving her. So we signed a lease together. We lived together again on the same floor in our apartment. And I think we fought once that year, too. That was my fault. That one was on me. So, yeah, it's not it's, <laughs> it's not yeah. that bad. It's somebody like... Somebody like Naya, where that's like my best friend, that's been my best friend for real. When y'all best friends for real. If it's just somebody that you like, best friend. Like, you can live with her because y'all probably not friends for real anyway. So, well, they are really friends, but it's just me and Nicola are like best friends. We're like siblings, okay? Yeah. So, I guess my advice would be that, oh, I'll just tell people this. It's not going to be perfect by any means. Like, I don't feel like anybody's just going to have the perfect roommate. Y'all never going to have no Mm -hmm. type of conflict. That's what any relationship you Mm -hmm. build with somebody. But you guys have to learn to find the common ground. That's the best thing you can do. Or move out if you feel like it's that bad. You got to. Because I just moved out in some cases. So, you know, just got to figure it out. Okay. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming um, and speaking. I think we had a good conversation. Yeah. Very productive. Thanks for having us. Right. Thank you. No problem. And hopefully, you guys can come back again. Go to college, kids. But if you don't, want to stay, like y'all want (laughs) to any businesses y'all got going on, or shout out y'all Instagrams or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know. (laughs) Love you guys. Right. You have a great day. Goodbye.